0: Cooler Shaker are the greatest band in the world ever. Right then, I bet you thought we'd finish this. The podcast returns, Parents Paradox time. It's been a very long time since I did one of these. I haven't even listened to any of the previous ones so I have no idea what we spoke about. Clean slate because (laughs) before I get started on a tyrant of absolute abuse for some of the things I've had to do today, never mind previously, um, it's all gone a bit mental to be fair. Um, So unofficially this is a Starbucks sponsored episode because I've just literally Turned up at the Starbucks services on the M6 motorway, obtained the four shot life, and as a result of that, don't know why, maybe the person behind or in front of me ordered it. I also got what are called the trio of favorites, which consists of three different uh, kinds of brownie, I think, or shortbread or something. So, where are we? What have we been doing? And is anyone actually still listening to these fucking podcasts? about to find out aren't we so currently as you can understand driving once again covid doesn't exist anymore apparently you know no one gives a shit we had our so-called freedom day when the government were isolating which was you know as as good as uh well as good as a fart in a spacesuit really so yeah restrictions don't matter face masks don't matter you know, mingling with people and sports events and, you know, all that shit that we shouldn't have been doing, we can do. So, nothing matters anymore, apart from going on holiday to Ibiza and bringing it back and everybody acting like an idiot. So, come September, this podcast will probably be brought to you from the middle of the Antarctic just to get away from individuals. Um Yeah, things are better, obviously, you know, things have to move forward and I'm not opposed to the idea of being able to move around again. But the way we've done it, we almost kind of just gone, oh, do you know what, fuck it. Just fuck the lot. No one cares anymore anyway. If you get it, you get it. It's not the way it should be. You know, I know it's different and I know we've all been vaccinated. I've had my jabs. My wife's had hers. You know, most of my family have had theirs. Friends of mine have had theirs. It's all good. I appreciate that bit. That's fine. Doesn't mean that you won't get it. And because of the way the things are, it's the summer, so it is, you know, warm and people want to be outside and, you know, be able to enjoy shit. Doesn't mean to say that we're all going to be fine. Now, I'm not a negative person. I'm really not. I'm glad in a way that we can kind of move around a bit more. Otherwise, this podcast may not even be coming to you. That being said, it is all a bit fucking stupid in the sense of where we all are, what we've done, everyone's a bit fatter. It's a bit like we've had the longest Christmas ever, because everyone gets fatter over Christmas. I don't care if you're a skinny person. I am not. But that's not the point. I've seen people you see regularly on TV, or friends that you've seen, and you know everyone's just got that little bit extra so I wonder if they're actually going to start making you know those really enormous t-shirts that they used to do in the late 90s for rappers and stuff um just so people feel a bit more comfortable um that being said obviously you know we have had some things that have gone on over the last podcast to now and obviously with there being such a gap it would take about 4 hours to explain everything so I'm going to kind of try and fit all the bits in that I think are worthwhile obviously because we're on the Covid conversation in the parents paradox my daughter unfortunately got it and it was it was horrible in the sense of when we found out and when you actually see a positive test in your family you're like you fucking what that's how it kind of come across it was instantly just like you've got to be messing um, self isolation's crap it really is it was even worse for my daughter because she had to stay confined in her room and she basically treated us like we were Deliveroo or Uber Eats or whoever because the stupidity behind it all all she could do was text us, FaceTime us to ask what she wanted so we had to basically bring it up go along the hallway, put it down, walk away couldn't even give her a hug it was horrible, I hated it because one of the things I do do, I always give my daughter a hug, regardless you know of age or whatever, and she's just had a bit day as well, so she's now into that mid teen category, you know that bracket which you know it could all self destruct at any moment um family wise you know if you've listened to these podcasts in the past, you know you can understand there is a bit of you know chaos and stuff I'm not gonna lie, you know my wife is. I thought it was the change. We've been through all kinds of different things with my missus. She's been for tests, she's been the doctors, we've changed doctors, we've been through the fucking mill with everything. And still, we have no idea what's wrong with her. You know, I mean, I could literally stick a pin in the middle of a haystack and see if I could find a 50 pound note. You know, it's, it's that erratic, it's that stupid. Yes, you know, we're all sorry, OBTI. we're all a little bit, you know, on edge and you know, we've managed to finally finally get an opportunity to go and see people. So last week, I know I'm jumping forward a little bit. We got to see family. I got to see close friends at long last. You know, I think the last time I saw them was um, I think it was, fuck me, I think it was February 2020. So, you know, a good good fucking 16, maybe even 17 months, you know, being able to sit out in a beer garden again, obviously in an open space, being able to, you know, just enjoy a couple of beers or, you know, a couple of whiskey, as uh, you'll find I've <laughs> I've got into watching old school comedy. And one of them being Snuffbox. If you've never watched it, do watch it because it's just beyond stupid. Um, But that being said, just getting the enjoyment of being around friends again. You know, being able to converse about stuff and, you know, that normality that we've all missed and we've all wanted. I mean, people took the piss. Let's face it, when the Euros was on, everyone took the piss. Everybody was just going, balls to it, doesn't matter because it's coming home. And it nearly did, and I wanted it to, because it had been awesome, but such is life, it is how it is, and then all the racists come out and make everything worse, and then you've got the equality issues and everything else, and just think, fuck me, out of all the things that we could have done over the last couple of years, did we not learn that racism has no part in anything, we just need to understand that we're not all idiots. You know, that's that's kind of how it is. I say that on a daily basis because I actually feel like I'm surrounded by idiots. If anyone asks what I would, I'm doing at the moment, um, I'm probably the UK's most expensive uh, parts delivery driver. <laughs> um, I was gonna kind of hold this on a bit longer, but the reason being is there's a massive cardboard tube next to me which is full of different bits and things. Now I've spent probably in the region between three and three and a half thousand pounds getting all these bits together because they're required for a job that, you know, we've got on the on, start again. We've got a job that's ongoing at the moment. And we had to obviously obtain these particular parts and these bits. And it turns out that they were supposed to get delivered today. They couldn't get delivered today. Um, Following that, the driver or the courier couldn't do it because he was part of this stupid pandemic. To say you've got COVID, stay at home, or you've been near someone who's got it, stay at home. So, me, numpty extraordinaire, thought, "No, I'll drop him off. I'll be smart." Didn't realise how much the fucking weigh though, did I? Jesus, I've never. I don't get involved in this kind of shit. You know, I do manual labour if I have to, by all means. But lifting big, heavy parts and, you know, big tubes full of crap, it's not my forte. Not my forte at all. But, you know, it means I get to go travelling again. We might even get two podcasts because I've got two days on my own staying in hotels and, you know, doing all the stupidity as as I do. You know, ironically, I stayed away two weeks ago... um, I went over to Sheffield and I, I caught up with a good pal of mine and it was one of them that i have forgotten what it was like almost to be in a hotel oh god it's not the time to be yawning four shots is uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely required um, but yeah I, I stayed in a hotel which I haven't stayed in for quite a while because of obviously everything going on and when I got there it was a case of it was really fucking warm. And they must have realised that I would like a nice ventilated room or air conditioning or something. And they gave me what can only be described as a an aircraft carrier fucking fan. It was enormous. I made the room, like, ice cold. But because of that, I felt quite chilled and I was all relaxed and stuff. And it's like that, you know, you get out of the car when you're in a hot country and the air con's kicked in. You get out and you go... <laughs> And turn into a baked potato straight away. Well, it was like that. I left the room, walked outside, and went, <laughs> and just completely died, died on the floor. I actually entered the pub when I was going to see a couple of people, and it was one of them that you, you can't control it. But you're sweating your nuts off, so it looks like you, you, you know, you're almost like you're underage and you're trying to get served for the first time. Still, that being said got to enjoy, enjoyed a you know, meal with you know, some chaps, and got to kind of you know, reacquaint myself to normality in a way, or still trying to kind of keep the sensibility behind it all, but that wasn't the problem, the problem was, where I was staying, um, I, <laughs> I shouldn't even be telling you this, it's fucking stupid, I ended up getting back and you get that munchies after you've had plenty to drink and stuff and we'd eaten quite early in the evening so i was hungry again so i ordered something and told them the room to come to and knock on the door and blah 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 so thinking yeah it'll turn up no problem awesome no the hotel doesn't allow people in after midnight now i'd place my order at 10 to midnight so then went downstairs in my drunken stupor, obviously, from the room I was in, and you know, I went to the reception, and under no understanding of what I was doing at all. And you know, for me, you know, Coffee Man Dan does not do this kind of thing. It's actually very stupid. I must have looked like I was trying to be some kind of like, you know, late '90s wrestler, because I turned off in my bedtime T-shirt, which I put on somehow and i turned up in my pants now luckily they were just you know black calvin pants but still my pants and no socks or shoes just bare feet and i walked up to the reception and i said has anybody been um able to deliver something no sir sorry we're not letting anyone in what In my head, I understood what they said and I only realised the next morning because I'd just actually spent 18 quid on a takeaway, which I couldn't have. And I didn't put two and two together till I woke up the next morning and went, I'm out of pocket. But had all these missed calls on my phone, which I'd ironically left in the room saying we're outside, we can't get in. Is it me? But... You know, within 2020, fucking one. Who locks a hotel? I know it's Sheffield, but you know they haven't exactly got like you know ISIS or something trying to get in. And I was baffled, and I still can't get a refund for it. They won't, they won't entertain the idea whatsoever. So that was me, you know, fucked and embarrassing myself by standing in the fucking hotel room, um, hotel reception, um, donning my pants. So, yeah, have have that image. You know, see what you think of that. I won't make the same mistake tonight. The reason being is that the hotel I'm staying in tonight is actually a pub with hotel rooms attached to the back. So I can't be stupid enough to even attempt to walk around in my pants. Needless to say, I also have to check if I have pants on because I haven't got my usual gear on as I would. So... I mean, kind of lounge-ish attire. Oh, fuck my life. I wasn't yawning before. Now it's, like, every five bastard minutes. So, um, yeah, Uh, pants and uh, four shots and, uh, yeah, a couple of brain farts on the way, I think. Okay, chaps, carrying on from where I left off. Uh, It's a new day, sunny day, and... From where I left it on the last bit of the podcast before I had to take a swift break uh, I'm feeling a little bit like Mr Incredible this morning Uh, Reason being is I'm travelling obviously no longer with the parts The parts were dropped off, I've had a decent night's sleep Went to bed relatively early for me anyway And this morning I'm travelling up to Yorkshire Where... I'm off to go and do some uh, tasty business, hopefully, and catch up with some people. Um, But the reason why I say I feel like Mr Incredible is because um, I'm wearing a pair of jeans that I haven't worn for quite some time, and let's say lockdown hasn't been kind to me, because at the minute, I feel like if I even remotely think about the fact that I'm dying for a they will explode. And it's not the fact that they look tight, it's the fact that they feel tight, if you get what I mean. So I'm now hurtling up the M1, trying to find the services so that I can expel my bladder, because I did drink one too many um, Moretti's last night and tried to get a 16-year-old to drink a pint of JD and Coke, which is wrong in itself. Um, only because he works with us and, you know, he was kind of being goaded to say, you know, put airs on your chest and stuff like that. Um, that wasn't the most stupidest thing I did last night. Um, apart from, you know, sort my hotel out and all of that, I obviously was needing to sort out some fun, even meal and being on your own, you don't want to eat in the hotel because it's crap. Um... Didn't really want to eat in the pub that I was staying in because they stopped serving food at eight o'clock, and I wasn't hungry at eight o'clock. Um, so I found a little uh, pub down the road, served all different kinds of different foods. Pizza's my one; I'll always go for that every fucking day of the week. Unless I'm with a group of people, then it's Indian. You can't have an Indian on your own. You can't sit. I've done that once before, and I think I've mentioned it in the podcast, and it was just shocking. Nice food, but nobody wants to see someone eating. You know, when you go in, say table for one, it just sounds horrible. So, sitting at a pub, a couple of beers, you know, you can get away with that. Also, I thought because after the morettis that I'd had, I placed my food order, got myself a couple of extra drinks to go with, so I was pretty much set for the night. But I turned into Gordon Ramsay, didn't I? Questioning everything. It was nice. But I questioned the quality of the base. Did they make it? Was it bought in? You know, the fucking fact that it could have been cooked a bit longer. The fact that my garlic bread was supposed to be, you know, three pieces and I only got two. And they told me they burnt it. I couldn't give a shit. And I was criticising them. And in my own head, I'm saying, shut up just stop speaking but needless to say I did it I made the lovely barmaid feel like an absolute arsehole or bar person I don't know if you're allowed to say barmaid I think it's technically sexist um, and when I chose to leave they said thank you very much Open the door and it was almost like don't ever fucking come back again that's how I made myself feel um, and then following that Went to bed, crashed out, woke up this morning. I've had two coffees. I've had no Starbucks yet. I've not really had anything to eat. Um, You know, I've got a bag of Percy pigs, which I purchased and now don't want. So they'll be getting thrown at somebody later on. But again, the podcast rolls on. I roll on. You know, um, I can't even really remember most of the points that I was trying to think about because yes you should write stuff down and yes you know a podcast should be made of you know decent structured things and listen if you want one of them go listen to all the other bollocks that people put out you know that's edited to death this is raw people this is you know proper raw saying that now I've mentioned raw um I've been Educating my son in regards to childhood cartoons that I used to watch and things that have been, you know, remade. Uh, And I found out that Netflix has redone He-Man, or Masters of the Universe, as it's known. And I was buzzing about it. I was literally like, fucking hell, this will be awesome. Um, Turns out, because he's under 10, he can't watch it because it's a twelve. Because it displays violence and stuff like that So my wife came around and went No you can't watch that I was like what? You can't make E-Man at 12 And you can't deny me So I've literally Thrown that idea out the window um, And I'm going to watch it later on today When I get a chance And probably end up staying in another hotel Because my wife probably doesn't want me to go home <laughs> um, But They did that one, which I'm yet to see. They also remade Thundercats. Now, if anyone's my age or around my age, you'll remember what Thundercats was like the theme tune and the fuck off sword, and you know, it it had some edge to it. It was a good cartoon, I thought. This piece of shit that they've made now is some kind of fucking, you know, the person that redesigned Thundercats literally must have been on lsd because it's fucking so awful it's like the power girls or whatever the fuck it was called all them years ago when that come out this is absolutely terrible and i refuse to acknowledge that they've remade it just on the simple basis that i think it's shit so we started watching it. Now, he kind of got into it a little bit. So then I have to kind of get into it. And I don't like it. So I've gradually veered him away from it. And, you know, he's, he's into other stuff now. Um, you know, but with obviously all the restrictions changing and the lockdowns and, you know, being able to go to the cinema and stuff. So there's all these things that they've withheld, like the James Bond film. They withheld it for over a year because they knew they weren't going to make their money back if they put it out uh, last year. Same with Ghostbusters; they all just sat there on the shelves. And you know, it's it's awesome that they're all coming out again, and it's awesome that we can do stuff. But you know, does nobody realise that you know there's only so many things that you can actually repeat and watch without being bored to death? you know, and box sets and, you know, Amazon and Netflix and um, there's another one, Discovery Plus. I was like, what the fuck is this about? You know, it's just other programs, they've kind of repackaged and they're flicking it out and nobody wants to buy it, so the Sky customers got it for free for a year and after that year, no one's going to re-sign up for it. So, it's almost dead in the water. It's like Discovery just went, I know what we'll do. We'll try and make something look good online. And they just didn't. So, there, rant over. I'm also probably going to draw it to a premature close because I've just found a services and I'm hoping to God it's got a Starbucks because I will be... Yes, it has... Thank you, Leicester Forrest, whatever the fuck that is. So, Lester Forrest is now my friend. I will be going for the four-shot life. So, um, do I need to carry on talking? Um, I don't think I do. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. One of the hardest things you have to do when doing a job like I do... Is stopping After it's stopping at services 150 yards Take a slight left Turn We were almost the M1. there one. Almost there After 150 yards See? Take a slight left Turn Onto the M1 Professionalism throughout It's also one of those things where You come to the fucking the service next, Shut The left, fuck turn. Up It's not the Irish lady anymore Because I changed my car Like I have told you in previous episodes um, let's just get on we're fucking motion. To to the Shut off the north. The north. I know. I'm going to the north. I've still got 60 odd bloody miles to do, and I've got to find a petrol station that doesn't charge £6,000 a litre. Because that's the other thing. When in the lockdown, all the petrol went down. Now we're theoretically out of it because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, it's like a million pounds. Why are we breaking? For sake. Wouldn't mind, it's a motorway. You shouldn't have to brake on a motorway, you should go fast on a motorway. After a quarter of a mile, keep to the right towards I'd the shoot north. it. If I could get away with using a gun in a car and not injuring my own face, I would shoot my fucking satin I really would. So anyway. Keep to the right. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> That's the other thing as well. Now I've got caffeine and I've got chocolate because I bought um, proper man chocolate. I bought a lion bar, you know, to be a real man and fucking beat my chest and, you know, walk around with unbrushed beard, hair and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm back. Hopefully doing podcasts more. Hopefully getting back into the swing of everything. Um probably have no audience now, because unless you subscribe to it, you won't have a fucking clue, because I don't promote it, I don't see the point. You know, if people want to listen, they want to listen. That will do me. That now being said, it's probably going to make me want to do more, Is uh, in structure it a bit better with actually writing stuff down rather than just waffling for half an hour and you're going, I'm not really sure what I've learnt of this. To sum everything up... Family, erratic. Me, erratic. And carrying lockdown weight. As we all are, unless you're skinny. And unless you've been, you know, doing the home gym and the fucking Joe Wicks and all of this. You know, the one thing I did do and I shouldn't have done was drank too much. Because it, that's what it does. And it makes it worse now because I think I remember saying that the off license where I live. Was closed. Well, newsflash: it's fucking reopened, doesn't it, under new owners? <laughs> and it's not full of specs either. Um, yeah. So, I've only used it a couple of times because I am trying to be good and sensible, and you know, riddle myself free of all the shit that you can and can't have. Hence buying a, you know, uh, a latte, and hence buying a fucking lion bar, and not buying a subway. Uh, But that might be my intention later on. Um, So, yeah, to sum everything up, uh, one thing I haven't mentioned at all uh, was the joys of my wedding anniversary and the joys of my daughter's birthday, um, which I'll kind of finish everything off. I should be on radio. I mean, I would have so much content on radio. I reckon I'd be fucking brilliant. Um, You know, move over Moyles and bring in Coffee Man Dan. You know, you'd listen to that, surely? Anyway. um, Yeah, wedding anniversary. Couldn't celebrate it as much as we wanted to, um, given the fact that it was on the same day as Freedom Day. And it was just shit. Because we'd booked a table. Then we couldn't go because the place was pinged. So that was out the equation. Um, over the last episode and this episode, I'd fallen out with um, a Chinese takeaway, uh, for the reason being that the food was shit. And it's not going all Gordon Ramsay again, it was. It was awful. I mean, I ordered uh, crispy chilli beef, for example, and let's put it this way, it was mushy and chewy and just not what you would expect. So I complained and, you know, they told me to go and fuck myself. And because we needed the plan B, I then went on one of those very famous websites that you can use to order your food. And there's two places which sound very similar. Both have the word "walk" in it. Now, I thought that I picked the one that we liked and the one that we were going to get food from because then we had to kind of resort there was nowhere else that we wanted to go at short notice so we thought fuck it we'll get a Chinese kids can have what they want happy days we'll just we'll do it the week when I'm off on holiday. That being said Stupid Me ordered it from the wok place as we'll call it that I fell out with and they decided to basically look at my order, accept the payments for the order and then laugh at me because I ordered it at half past five and at half past eight, still nothing had showed up. Um, I rang constantly and then it dawned on me at about seven o'clock and I was thinking, fuck me, I've just spent £45 in a takeaway that... They're never, ever going to bring us food. They're just pissing themselves, thinking this fella is stupid. Which I was. And, you know, I then was left with, you know, the idea of, right, what do we do? You know, I mean, do you want to order something else? Or do you want to, you know, forget about it? So, my anniversary meal, bearing in mind, I got married 18 years ago. Which sounds like a long time, and trust me, it fucking is. But I got married 18 years ago And I was eating You know Really nicely prepared stuff In the place that we were Married in And drinking wine Champagne And you know Just enjoying the merriment of it all My wedding anniversary meal On my 18th wedding anniversary Was a fucking Big Mac And Let's put it this way It was nice It wasn't what I expected, I mean had I have had more brain cell I probably would have rustled something up myself I should have done probably but when you've planned to go out and then you've planned your plan B you don't really think of a plan C and yeah, to my dissatisfaction the fucking Big Mac was there I mean, without being rude who has Big Macs and champagne that you know of because I do That's what we did (laughs) You know Nice nice bottle of uh, champagne A bit of the bubbly As it's known um, And a big Mac. You know I mean My daughter's birthday topped that Because we went to Harry Potter World um, Just outside of that there London In an establishment that I know fairly well In Watford We took the tour And we went round it all And you know don't get me wrong, it's, it's it's a great place to go and experience and see it all. I didn't realise Harry Potter finished in 2011, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think the last film was then. And I was thinking to myself, fuck me. So this is like Friends, almost. You know? I know they had their reunion thing and stuff, and that was all good in, in itself as well, and much anticipated. But when I went round this, because I didn't know an awful lot about Potter... It was trying to kind of get to grips with different things and seeing all the different bits and what have you. But I'd heard about this Butterbeer and I didn't really know much about it. So when we get to the halfway point, there's the food area and you can get drinks and stuff. So I've seen the Butterbeer. Now, I have thought that Butterbeer was alcoholic. That's what I thought. I thought it had alcohol in it. Um, Especially when I saw the fucking price of it, I assumed it was coming with a fucking whiskey chaser to go with because it turns out that the butter beer was kind of it, it's weird because it's almost like you know when you get a bottle of coke and you put a blob of ice cream in it and it's supposed to make it like a milkshakey thing well this was something that tasted a bit like butterscotch and a bit like ice cream and it was seven pound it wasn't even a pint it was like a a little tankard and I looked at the girl because I'd ordered four so I was like you know it was like my old experience of China White you know spending £75 on three brandies (laughs) you know £28 on four fucking drinks and not one of them is even going to get you pissed so I was a bit dumbfounded by that and you know Only because it was the experience it was, you know, you get to keep the little tankards and stuff. Which is fine, and to be fair, I would have stole mine regardless. You know, fuck the rules. But, all in all, as I say, my daughter is now... Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention as well. She took herself off to town um, and got her nails done. And I'm scratching my brain. Because I must literally go grey at every fucking second of the day. When she said this to me, I couldn't help but laugh because I just thought it was funny when she said, oh, I'm going to get my nails done on Sunday. Oh, yeah, all right, whatever. Turns out, when she come home, she'd also spend something like 40-odd quid on them as well. I mean, is it me? Is it madness that would, you know... I know the price of petrol's gone up, but... Jesus Christ. I mean, maybe I'm, you know, due to the whole fucking shillings and you know i've i've lost my main, my main understanding of you know monetary value you know i mean let's put it this way i'm now thinking to myself that 40 quid when and this is where i am starting to feel old 40 quid when i was younger jesus christ you, you could have a night out on that no problem and still get home and get food now 40 quid wouldn't even last you about 3 hours so yeah time to think, I think, time, no, that doesn't make sense, time to reflect and think, you know, and uh, yeah, hopefully start thinking about what we're doing moving forward, because there will be an opportunity soon, next year I will be celebrating my birthday, but a special number, now I might tell you in the next episode, but all you need to know right now is that I'm in my late 30s. And the fucking phone's gone, so we're going to leave it there.